So, amateur aviator. Bumblebee fighter. And survivalist. Yeah, and uh, the most hard-headed man when I've ever met when it comes to federal authorities. IndyCar's favorite uncle. Bobby Unser. If you could describe your dinner with racers in one word, what would it be? Well, I don't know about one word, but I'm going to say <laughs> Sam Posey. you say Sam Posey? Sam Posey. <laughs> well, everybody in the United States thinks I was picking on Sam, you know? Out of everything we talked yeah, about, that's, that's what you came back to. Out. It all comes back. And now for Dinner with Racers, presented by Continental Tire. With your hosts, Ryan Eversley and Sean Heckman. Placeholder Radio Welcome to Dinner with Racers. I'm Ryan Eversley. I was eating Reese's Pizza, dude. And that's Sean Heckman, who is uh, incapacitated at the time. And we are just wrapping up an 8,000-mile, 20-state trip to bring you guys 12 episodes that you will probably complain about. But that's okay, because we love you anyway. And this time, we stopped in Albuquerque, New Mexico. So you can probably guess who that is. None other than A.J. Foyt. Wait, nope. Bobby Unser? Uh, Bobby Unser. Uncle Bobby. Uncle Bobby. Lovely boys. Didn't ask for any money. So we assume if you listen to our podcast, you probably know who Bobby Unser is. You should know who Bobby is. We'll just glance over a few quick highlights. Um, Not one, but three Indianapolis 500 victories. There it is. Um, Was like the main rival to Mario Andretti throughout a lot of the years. Uh, Drove a race in F1. Mm Mm-hmm. And... um, just sort of one of the biggest names, and of course part of the Unser family, right? In open wheel, wheel racing. So uh, anyway, if you're going through Albuquerque, you got to see an Unser. So uh, mm-hmm. on, I'm not making this up. On Swallows depart from San Juan Capistrano Day, we went to Papados. Papados, and uh, we don't normally go to chains, but I got to tell you, they were super accommodating. Yeah, they were probably one of the easiest people we've ever had to deal with. And I had the crab stuffed shrimp, which I would not recommend. And I had the really good uh, steak-flavored chicken sandwich. And you loved it. It was f***ing awesome. Yeah, you um, really enjoyed it. And uh, Bobby couldn't have been cooler. He is not afraid to tell you what's on his mind. He didn't really know us that well, but I think he kind of got what we were doing pretty quickly and opened right up to tell us everything from a 37-year feud that's not very well-known with someone very well-known in the sport. Uh, we spent an inordinate amount of time on uh, popular uh, early 90s race series Fastmasters. Which is a big, big thing for me. Uh, the miracle that he's still alive, given his many flying stories. Uh, we get his take on the now world-famous turkey story, if you've heard the Robin Miller episode. Uncle Bobby's frozen turkey. And uh, you're going to want to hear what sounds like a major political story, but stick with us, because the payoff is not at all worth it. So, on that note, a big thank you to Acura and this lovely, lovely MDX for uh, (laughs) taking us all the way across the country and back. And now, Bobby Unser didn't race on Continental Tires, but Ryan Eversley did, and he loved them. Yeah, but you didn't say it right. Continental Tires. Nope. Continental Tires. No. Continental Tires. Fine. For what you do. Thanks. 
I'm talking in third person because Bobby Unser did that a lot. Anyways. Hey, hey guys, it's me, and I'm totally driving. <laughs> All right. Yeah, whatever you say, Tony. Uh, let's move on. Bobby Unser. Also, just a quick heads up. We've had some requests in the past to maybe give some advance notice when there's going to be uh, adult content discussed. So about two-thirds into this, there's definitely adult content. You've been warned. Meow. All right, we're going to start in five, four, three, two. Hey, how are you? Hey, Sean. Nice to meet you, Lisa. Hi, Brian. Nice to meet you. So, yeah, whichever, whichever one you prefer. Here or here, whichever you prefer. Hey, I'm Sean. Is okay? Sean. Oh, yeah, whatever you prefer. This is fantastic. So we, uh, Bobby Unser. Yeah. So right away I noticed you. Here we are. (laughs) (laughs) Right away I noticed uh, you're wearing the ring. Did you? Yeah. Does that go everywhere you go, or is that just show off? I never take it off. Oh no, I never take it off. Nor should you. Except some. Times in the hospital. Okay. That's it. All right. Okay. Is that because they make you? Uh, no. No. I just had an operation done over here, three or four of them. Okay. And uh, I didn't take it off. Sure. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I get a little stubborn sometimes. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> it's kind of going to be my way or I'll leave and go someplace else. <laughs> you and Sean would get along great. Sometimes yeah, yeah. I really don't care. You know? We definitely would get along. How are you, sir? How you doing? Dandy. Dandy? Dandy. Yeah, yeah, hanging in there? Well, I just got too many things wrong right now. Okay. I fell and broke my friggin' hip. Well, how'd, how'd that happen? Well, I just fell. I, okay. You know why it hap- how it happened? You won't believe this, but it is the truth. We were, we were, the truck was loaded. We have a house up in Colorado. Okay. Everything to go up there, see? And, and we go down to get my hand. They need to work on that bump and get the fingers working, okay. right? Sure. So we're down for that, and it's it's 7.30 in the morning, man. We're rocking and rolling, yeah, you know? Yeah, get it done. Yeah, yeah, get it done, and we'll be up to, at our house, what, three, three and a half hours, you know, and it's all planned. And so I get out of the truck, and I got to have that walker, and, and Lisa gets out of the right side, gets the walker, brings it to me, and I'm standing there holding on to the walker. Yeah. And there's a, uh, a pavement down there, sure. and they just done a, a reseal on it. They got all them friggin' little sharp rocks. Okay. okay. It wasn't the smooth rocks. Sure. Tight. Sure. And so I'm standing over there, and here it comes. This is the part that's hard to believe, <laughs> but here comes a friggin' big bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> Dead serious. And he heads right for Lisa. Lisa's right there. Yeah. Okay. He heads for Lisa. In the face, he's not being mean. Sure, sure. But it yeah. startles you. Right. So, so she goes like that and steps back, you know. Right. And the bumblebee does nothing but turns around, and hits to me. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, dumbass me. I mean, I let go of my walker. Right. And now I'm too high. Yeah. There I go. I let go of the walker, and that's it. Yeah. So over Ooh. I go, and I bam. And, and I told Lisa when I was laying there, I said, my God, I got something broken, broke my hip. Yeah. I mean, I could tell it hit so hard. Sure. Something's going to be broken. <laughs> and so there was two girls inside, some office there. I don't know what the heck it was. Mm-hmm. And so they came out to help because they saw me on the ground. 
And so they're trying to pull me from the front. Well, that doesn't work. I got to get it from the back, get my belt, and then I come up yeah. easy. So okay. sure, okay. right? Yeah. But I'm on. The, I'm really hurting down there. In yeah. other words, it, I, I told Lisa, I said I broke my hip. Yeah. Because I've never had one that bad. You sure, know? sure. Too far to go down. Yeah. Because I was on the ramp going up for the guys with wheelchairs. You're right, you know? right. So there I was. Yeah. Now, the hospital is only about five blocks away. Right. Biggest hospital in town. So Lisa said, let's go to the emergency room. And I said, I kept thinking, no, 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 no. They're going to find something wrong. Now they're going to screw this thing up. Okay. So, I, you know, I drove the truck. I don't know. I mean, I had three brakes. Okay. And I drove the truck over to the emergency room. And it was so early in the morning, we're the only ones there. Okay, so you got I mean, right in. Oh, I mean... There's no end. I mean, only the working girls back there. Sure, sure. They're all BSing. They all recognize me. Yeah. And boy, it's yippee. How you doing, Bobby? And blah, blah, blah. I says, oh. <laughs> not, not good. <laughs> yeah. It's been a bad one. I need a doctor. I need an x-ray. I need yeah. to know. Yeah. Am I going to go north to our house or am I going to go get a bed? Right, <laughs> right. And it's Friday. Okay. Okay. Friday, I found out. Bad day to go to the hospital. Oh, okay. Really bad. Like all the doctors have the day off? No, the okay. hospital fills. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm, I don't understand this stuff because I don't go to the emergency room that often, sure. you know. But I'm, I'm in there now. They, they I, I just told them, I've got to have an x-ray. I need to know, is it broken? I, there's, a, there's a young, cute girl. She can't be over 19, <laughs> okay. 20 years old. And she knows how to work the x-ray machine. So I got her off to the side and I said, I said, darling, I said, you know, I'm on a trip. And I said, I need to know if I got a broken hip or something broken yeah. or if I'm okay to go, you know. I won't, you know, I'll get out of here if there's nothing broken. Yeah. I don't need to see a doctor or anything. So, so that little girl came to life. Yeah. She said she looked around and, and she apparently had just gotten somebody out of the x-ray room. And so she got me in there, took a picture, but they couldn't see anything from the picture. Oh, okay. I don't think she did that good of a shot, okay. you know? Okay. So we she says she can't see anything. The doctor finally looked at it. He can't see anything. But he says, I see where I think it might be. And he says, you're going to have to have an MRI. Right. Okay. It's okay. Yeah. Can we just get that? You got one here? Yep. <laughs> How many you got here? We got two or three. Okay. Can you just get this done real quick? I gotta go. Yeah. And and that was a bad thing to suggest. They didn't. I mean, they, they go. They put me in a goddamn little room now. <laughs> yeah. I don't realize how busy the whole hospital is. Oh right, now everything's yeah. cranking. Right. Yeah. And and I kept asking because I'd see which girls kind of like me and which don't. You know, <laughs> that type of deal, cute one. Work in the field. Versus the ugly one, you know. <laughs> So I, so I've, I'm working everything I yeah, can. Yeah, you got right it, man. Because yeah. I need to go north, yeah, you know. Yeah. And, and so finally, they, they, the girl comes in and she says, we've got to use the room. We've got to get you out. So now there went a room that I don't have. Yeah. Now, yeah. I don't know that the hospital is filling up. Yeah, right. I have no idea. And, and so, I, so I get down in there and, and pretty soon here comes the lady. Well, pretty soon she <laughs> spent hours in that little thing. <laughs> Well, she takes off, and she comes back, and she says, I'm going to get you a room. I says, well, why is that so hard? Yeah, what's the holdup? Yeah, right, right. I mean, it's a big hospital. Mm -hmm. and, and so she says, 
Mr. Unser, the reason is every room, every bed is taken. Yeah. And he says, oh. <laughs> now there went my Colorado trip. I yeah, right, right, right. Done. You know what's coming. I mean, done. Yeah. The, the MRI, Lord only knows when that's going to happen. Sure, sure. They're right. waiting all day for it, see? Right. I don't know what the, I don't think, I really don't think it's broken. I think it's hurt bad. Maybe it's got a crack in it. Sure. But I don't think. Have they given you anything for the pain at this point? No. Okay. No. But I'm okay on that. I sure. do good with that stuff. Okay. Yeah. I've had this stuff a lot of times, but not the <laughs> hips, you know. Sure, sure. And, and so she said, finally come back from that last time she left, and she's going she's gonna to get me upstairs for the MRI. And I says, wow, that's neat. Let's go. And so she gets one of these pusher guys, you know, and he pushes me to the elevators, yeah. and we go up to, upstairs. And, and, and I, you know, I don't look bad if I'm sitting here. Yeah. But I can't hardly walk, sure. you know. Well, I was the same way. I'm on, I'm on the table, and I, I must look like I'm okay. Mm-hmm. So there's only one MRI machine left working, meaning everybody else left. Uh-huh. It's 5 o'clock. Oh, God. Oh, That's wow. how and long. you've been there since 7.30. Since 7.30. Jeez. So it's 5 o'clock. Right. Now, I go in there on the bed, and, you know, I, I can see the guy is only one guy. He doesn't have a helper. All the other rooms are closed. Sure, yeah. And so, you know, he comes over and he says, slide over, get on that table. Well, you know, I couldn't get on that table. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it didn't make any difference how hard I tried. Right. It's not yeah, yeah, I, I, mean, I couldn't use my elbows. Right. Yeah. I mean, I was really screwed up, you right. know. Yeah. But, but I look good to him. Yeah, and, yeah, and so he's being, he's being a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> and he just looks I'm, at I'm, me and thinks, oh, somebody, no the doctor, ordered an MRI, so I've got to give him an MRI before I can leave. Right. And so I go ahead and take the MRI. He wasn't nice to me. Okay. But now, <laughs> during the MRI, he all of a sudden, the speakers, you know, that they talk to you on, he all of a sudden gets really nice. He's talking to me really nice. And I think, you know, that dumb SOB, he just knows. He just saw something wrong with me. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. Now yeah. he's being a little bit nice. Yeah. And he he's realized bad. by now that I'm a person yeah. in Albuquerque who's got a lot of juice. <laughs> right. I sure. mean, all uh, of this because of a bumblebee. Yeah. Yeah. And, but what I, you know, first, I wasn't going to tell anybody about the bumblebee. Sure, right, right. Sounds kind of corny, doesn't it? It's <laughs> awesome, actually. I mean, yeah. we don't have very many bumblebees here. I haven't right. seen, I see a bumblebee once every five or ten years, right. you know? Right, right. And bumblebee. he wasn't being mean. Yeah, he's It just said it startled me. Right. And old stupid ass me, I let go of that thing, and I was on the top instead of <laughs> down. So what, what was the final diagnosis? Three breaks. Three breaks. Wow. Okay. Man. And, and, and we saw it again the other day because they did another picture of it to see, is it healing? Yeah, right. 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 And, yeah, it's healing. Okay. It's That's uh, That's starting to fill in the cracks. Okay. But we found one crack that we thought went straight down. That sucker went over to the side, back, mm-hmm. and then down. Okay. So that one's a little going to be a little bit tough. Sure, sure, sure. So the, the, the key thing I heard in, your, in, in all of this is that, so you're now uh, 84 years old, if I'm not mistaken. Um, 84 years young. Years young, pardon me. Uh, you're still doing all the driving. Of 
uh, like because it's, uh, it sounded like she got out of the right side of the car. Yeah, I, oh and, yeah. And, and then you drove your like even with a broken drive. hip, you drove yourself to the hospital. Drive. Yeah, you know. You know. Like, is it, but is this a thing? Like this, you, you like Lisa's not allowed to drive. And no, it's all you? no, 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 no. She's <laughs> a good driver. Lisa's not. Okay. But you drive. No. Yeah. But you drive. Lisa's nodding, oh, saying, oh, "I'm oh, right." Thank you. It is that. It is. I was going to drive to Colorado. Okay. And and uh, what the hell? I mean, if my hip's just sore. That's one thing. Sure. But if it's broken, then it's That's another, another story. Yeah. But you were still going to drive to the hospital, <coughs> even if it was broken. I did drive. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's only yeah. if it's confirmed yeah. it's broken. Even when it was drive. broken, he's like, I drive, I I'm got driving this. to the hospital. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I didn't like hearing that I got three cracks, not just yeah. one. Yeah, I yeah. can imagine. Yeah. Sure. You know, one would have been too many, three way too yeah. many. <laughs> <laughs> then, then Indianapolis is coming. Okay. Oh, oh sure. yeah. yeah. You got to be So now I'm right on the. Am I going too long with this? No, no, no. <laughs> we, we edit. So it's I'm all, already on yeah. the threshold right. of disaster. What am I going to do? Yeah, you got to get in there. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. so this year they're doing a whole Unser tribute, and there's the whole I thing mean, at the museum. So you, this is all about you. And Al isn't going to go. Right. So I'm going to do it. Little Al's going to yeah. go to do it, yeah. too. And so i gotta, I got to go. Right. So I talked to the doc, and, and I even took in some of the... the uh, uh, the brochures oh, from the like, museum no, right. to show him. I say, Doc, yeah, you, you know, I'm pleading with him. Tell him, I says, this is really serious. Right. I said, I have to go to Indy. Right. I said, I don't give a damn if I have to go on an ambulance. I gotta be there. Yeah. So he finally took me serious. I gave him some stuff to show him. That ain't bullshit. I gotta do it. Yeah, right, <laughs> yeah, right, right. And and so pretty soon he says, Okay, go to Indianapolis. And, and then I told him, I says, Well now. I, I could do Indianapolis. Yep. Okay. Well, right after Indy, I got that. Uh, what is it? VSGR. Oh, SVRA. Yeah, yeah, yeah SVRA. Right, yeah, historic. Yeah. And, and you're the Grand Marshal. Tony's a good friend of mine. Sure. Come on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I can't get sick all the time, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so I tell the doc, I says, I need to go to the one right after Indy too. And he shakes his head and he says, Okay. So the speedway means so much to you that you're willing, even now. To put medical procedures off to go back. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. that's come so on. cool. That's How so often cool. would that ever happen in a guy's life? Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah, I, yeah. Mean, I mean, 50th anniversary of your first oh, win yeah. and the whole thing. And yeah, you yeah. know how that happened? No, phone I've never rings, won Indy. So. Phone, <laughs> well, the phone. I'm at my at my office. The phone rings one day, and, and it just so happened I answered it because Lisa always answers the phone, sure. and and I answered, and and it's Doug. Okay. From Doug Bowles. Yeah. Yeah, Doug Bowles, yeah. We did this with him. Yeah, and, and you know, and, and uh, he says, uh, you know, how you doing? Fine, Doug. Yeah. I know he wants something, but I don't know what, <laughs> but we're good friends, sure, you yeah. know. And so he says, I need you. I said, well, I'm going to be there. I said, I just got approved to go. He doesn't know what's wrong with me or right, anything, right. see. And, and I tell him, I said, I'm going to make it. I'll be there. And he says, okay, the one thing I don't like to do, he says, I need you in the parade. Oh, <laughs> I said, okay. Doug, I don't do parades. And is it because you're just sitting in an open car for three hours? Or what do, what do you not like about it? Okay, another I've story. I've been in yeah, every just gosh darn no, no, parade just, for yeah. Yeah. 20, you're over it. 30 years. Yeah, you know, I you're over it. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Wave at all the people and everything, yeah. and I like that. No, sure. That part's yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but and so it used to be I used to ride with Mario. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, cool. Walk, you know. <laughs> so, 
So these, and what they'd done, Doug had already planned a float and everything for sure. us. In yeah. other words, he knows he's going to get me to do yeah. it. Well, and Doug doesn't do anything small. Right. So, like, yeah, yeah he's yeah. not a subtle guy. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. yeah. So he, he gets in, I mean, he gets me in that float, and we just had a ball. Yeah, nice. you like that? Awesome. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. I'm Worth tired it. of those things that years past. Sure. And, and every time they have the driver's meeting with the drivers getting on the buses, I go the other way. Right, right. right. You know, so nobody catch me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and go talk to the fans or something, sure. you know. And, and, but Doug asked me to do it. Now, okay. that's a big-time deal. If yeah. Doug asked me, I do it, you know. That's cool. And, well, that's, and that's it's important that I go back. Yeah. It's important for the museum. It's important for the whole track. Yeah. yeah. So, so we got somebody to drive our motor home back. Okay. Because I don't think I could. So you took the motor home to the parade? No. Oh, okay. No, to, to the track. Oh, okay. I see. Live in I see. it. Okay. Okay. We got two cats that travel with us. What are the cats' names? Uh, Novi and Indy. Nice. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's Perfect. Fair. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. They're both little. Siamese. Indy's a little Manx okay. Siamese. Okay. Sure. And Novi's a uh, blue point chocolate. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's do this. So we sat down with a good friend of yours. Also a doctor. Also a doctor. Robin L. Miller. Oh, you did? We did. Yeah. A year ago. And he, the oh, last thing ago. he said was, you got to get Bobby on this. He was a big proponent of it. And so here we are. He's one of my good friends. Yeah, he you speaks know? very highly Don't think he hasn't nailed me. Oh, because he gets everybody sooner or later. Oh, know? yeah. Oh, well, that that was actually, I think, where we were going. Is so, so he's famous for telling a lot of stories about you. Do you know how many stories about you he tells? Robin? Yeah. A bunch. Okay. Yeah. Bunch. <laughs> bunch. There's one story. Lisa, do you know all these stories? Okay, okay. great. So, okay. so we're not in we're trouble. S- are we safe? We're just repeating what Robin okay. Miller told us. So okay. don't get mad at us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is alleged. But on our episode with Robin, which is very popular, he spoke about turkeys. And immediately Lisa rolls her eyes. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, it's this. Do what did we do with the turkeys, Annie? Well, oh, it wasn't a we. Yeah, believe that was your story. Um, so uh, apparently, as legend Indy. has yeah. it, when you would stay in Indy for the month of May. Oh, shoot, I know what you're going to say now. <laughs> God dang him. <laughs> so I was just literally a few minutes before a you walked in. A young guy can't even have a little privacy, you know? <laughs> Jeez. I'm on the phone right before you get here with our friend Josh Fahey, who's oh. a help of the show. And he, the last thing he said was, man, I've been looking forward to the Bobby Unser episode for forever. you got to ask him about the turkey story because that's the biggest thing Robin talked about. So I'm assuming that means it's true. Well, it might have been true. <laughs> okay. I mean. In okay. another life. In I, another was, life. I was pretty young in those days. Sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely different times. Sounds like you're you know. pretty sharp, though, because that's a good move. Yeah. You well, know? it's a good idea, and right. it worked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, has he put it, you used to stay at the Howard Johnson off of Crogs... Uh, For years. Off of, yeah, yeah. Crogsville Road. Off of Crawfordville, yeah. Yeah, because it was the cheaper hotel, and it was you and Gordy Johncock. Now was well, Gordy stayed there, too. Yeah, yeah. he was uh, across the hall from me. Okay. Yeah. Was he in on the turkey? Would he try to do the turkey? No. Okay, that was just no. your move. No, Johncock got no brains. See, <laughs> <laughs> good race driver. Yeah. Boy, I'm going to tell you what. Right. But... He doesn't know a right front from a left rear. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Cordy's always been that way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One one day somebody put a steering wheel. Okay. A steering wheel. You know, we later on the years we got them where they come on and off. Yeah. You right, know? right. They put a steering on a little bit crooked. Boy, and he gets in the car and his helmet's on and everything, and he starts the engine and he gets that steering wheel. And he says, 
something wrong with this steering wheel. So he shut the engine off. They come over and said, what's the matter, Gordy? He said, there's something wrong with this steering. He says, the steering wheel's in the wrong place. He doesn't know why. <laughs> <laughs> All he's got to do is hit the deal, up, turn it. Straighten it out. Straight yeah, back just on. reconnect. And that's Gordy. <laughs> yeah, <you right>. <laughs> he, he used to be a case. Yeah. yeah. Good person, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I made a lot of friends when I started going back there. Sure, sure. And the people, for some reason or another, liked me. You know, I worked for ABC, as right. you guys know. Yeah. Wide World of Sports. Mm -hmm. Okay. There's, there, there's a building in New York. Go up to the top floor, and that's where ABC, the head guy is, yeah. right? And, and and this might sound crazy, but but why did he hire me? I mean, I don't think I can do TV. I don't had no interest in it when sure, I started. Sure. And I started with doing it for CBS the first deal and that man I'd known that boss because I'd done some commercials or something right for somebody you know and so he liked me I do that NBC watches me so they come along right behind and said they wanted to hire me I said well hire me <laughs> I mean, do it <laughs> I'm right here I don't yeah. know if I like it or not yet okay, okay. Sure, really right. on that on that edge of that cliff see and so he, and Paul Page, I mean, Paul and I have been friends for, God, you know, seems like since we were kids, right, you know. Right, And And so, hey, and now we got NBC. Well, now, they really liked me. So what did I do? I got them to get Page over. Yeah, right. And yeah. then kind of help them <coughs> then make their decisions, yeah, see. Yeah, And so I go over there and I do these, these are these two-week delay shows. Mm -hmm. I hated them. Okay. I mean, I totally, and, and I had an office in California for 33 years, and Bruce Barnes was my partner. Okay. Had to have a partner, because I'm working, driving race cars. Right, right. He's hustling the, the money things, Doing the, the endorsements right. and things Business like manager. that, you know. Yeah. And, now, why, and did you, why did you hate them? Was it because it's just, you're in a two booth, weeks delay. you're not at the racetrack? I, I'm and seeing that thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why right. do I want to, I can't get into a dark room, and, and I got to get excited, and yeah. I'm seeing that's like it's the first time, stupid. even though you know what's coming. Yeah, it's yeah. like being a whore and you're asking for 10 instead of 5, you know? <laughs> I mean, it just doesn't, it, it just doesn't, it just right. didn't work for yeah, me, you know? know? 100% on board. I hated it, and so I, w I had made up my mind, whatever year that was, you got to remember, I know nothing about this business. I'm a rookie, any way you look at it, and, and I just told Bruce, I says, he's my partner. Yeah. I says, I says, I'm going to quit. You know, I'm not going to do this anymore. I said, I don't like it. I says, and yeah, they pay good, but I don't need the money. I'm okay. I got, I got enough money. I, I'm okay now. You know, and so I go to work and, and uh, just, I'm just really TO'd that they want to do, act like it's, you just saw it two weeks right, later. Right, yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. Yeah. They pay me to go and see the race. Right. right, right. I can go anywhere I want to go. I can do what I want to do. I see the race. Okay, why didn't I just call it then? Right. I mean, I, oh, it, it, it was a bad deal. So, so I'm going to quit next, the coming year, see? And about that time, somebody, I don't remember who it was, but somebody told me that ABC, Wide World of Sports, is coming in. And, and I, 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 I asked Paige, 
I said, you heard anything about ABC coming in and doing this all year? And, and I says, you know, that, that'd be a good deal. Live shows. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I love that because that's like getting in a race car. Yeah. I got to make decisions now. Yeah, right. I can't wait for two weeks yeah, yeah. to see if I say the right things, you yeah. know? And, and so I called ABC and talked to the guy, I can't remember the name. <laughs> and, and of course, he, he took my call. Right. You know, a lot of those big yeah, shots. Yeah, put you on hold or maybe call you back. Don't, yeah, yeah right. I'll call you back. Yeah, okay, right, right, here, right. you know. Right, yeah. right, right. And, and so this guy, now I'll tell you what he told me. Because I went to work for him, and he hired me on the phone now and gave me more money than I thought I was worth. Okay. Great. And Best not uh, to ask questions then. Yeah. These guys making this much money? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I'll tell you about another story on that in just a bit <laughs> if we got time to we do have that. We have nothing time but time. So, so, yeah. so at any rate... Talked to him on the phone. He says, you're hired, Bobby. Okay. So I didn't even know where his offices were. Eight New York. So I didn't want to go back. I always had Bruce go to New York yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah, right. right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just not my cup of tea. <laughs> and, and so go to work, and I now I'm up in his office. Later on, I went up. I had to talk to him about some stuff. So I was going to New York for something else. And so I go up to that top floor of that big building and, and I'm with him and he says, I said, how'd you, how you come to hire me? Why, why did you do that? I says, a lot of guys you could get. You know, the Paul Pages, of course, see, I kept right every place I went. And I'd go from one company to the other. Yeah. Yeah. Take Paige with me. Absolutely. Yeah, go absolutely. from that Stack company to the next. Paige would come with me. He right. makes you look good. He'd like it. you to think that he did all of it. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Bobby it did it okay. all, okay. you know. <laughs> yeah. And so, but he's a good friend. We, inter we interviewed him, yeah. too, and he was fantastic. Yeah. Were you? He yeah. was yeah. so fantastic. Yeah. 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 So, so, so at any rate, I'm up in the big boss's office, and he says, you're wondering why I hired you? And I said, yeah, I'd like, why did you? Says, I don't know anything about television. I says, I don't like to go to all the meetings. And I says, I came to see you one time because uh, Bob Goodrich, we well, ended up being good friends, but we weren't the beginning. <laughs> he didn't like me, and I obviously didn't like sure, him. Sure. <laughs> and, and so he, he wants me to attend even the meetings with the camera guys. I don't know anything about them friggin' cameras. Right. I know if you drop one, it costs a lot of money. <laughs> that's, you know? and that's as far as it goes. I mean, so I told, one time I went back there and told him, told the big boss, that I don't like going to those meetings like that. He said, well, Bobby, that's no problem. You don't have to go to any meeting. Oh, oh great. You just well, had to ask. hated that because yeah. I had more power than he did. That was good. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so at any rate, he took care of all my problems. It's good Whatever to have problems I had, he took care of. Yeah. So I said, well, we need, we need Paul Page over here. And then I go along and I, I do it for years, you know. It just keeps going on and, and I'm learning. And uh, uh, damn it, Don. Uh, Omar. Omar. Yeah. Omar. Well, somebody's got a memory. <laughs> Omar, you know, nobody was helping me out because I don't know what to do. And, and I, I don't know how to get with it. I don't know. I'm just like a little kid. Shouldn't be there. That's and how we feel every day. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and that Omar, 
who I know for some reason I knew Don better than I did the other people except Paige. Paige should have helped me out more than he did, but he helped me a ton, you know. So, so, Omar is, you know, I like one night we're sitting in the bar someplace, and it was probably Milwaukee, and and I, you know, I tell Don, I, I mean, I, I feel like with him, I can tell him what I think. Okay. And he's not gonna. He's gonna listen and. Yeah, and he's it. not yeah. gonna fly off the hat or sure. whatever. Sure. Good rich, just get a big frown, and walk away in those days, you know, and so. So I told Don, I says, I need a lot of help. I says, you know, this deal of like my opening. I says, I says you guys make a big deal. It's got to be 28 seconds. How in the hell can I do that? I'm used to kind of talking the way I do, and, and I can do openings all day long, but, but 28 seconds? I'm up to midnight tonight before practicing and writing. Yeah. I tell you what, <laughs> I can't write very good. I can't spell very good. Right. I can't. I can't read very good. And there I am writing my opening. Right. Yeah. right. Dumb, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I told Don Omeyer that I was having a little bit of a problem and I needed some help. Mm -hmm. So he started helping me with just telling me things. Sure. Somebody needed to be nice to me. Right. Not somebody from New York. You know, I didn't need. New York people. Okay. I needed people to live like I do. Okay. Well, speaking of which, so Paul uh, told us a couple stories with you. Um, he said that you would be obsessed with your note cards. Yeah. And then yeah. one day, yeah. you were. He, this is his story, so I don't oh, know if it's accurate, yeah. but well, he said I, you were getting flustered and flustered, and then he just threw them out one day, and you were allegedly a lot better once you got rid of the note cards and could just speak. You know what he did? We're on top of the grandstand yep. Yep. at Milwaukee. Okay, and and so there I am up there, boy, and I'm I'm standing there, ready, a suit and a tie on, you know, and I'm looking at that thing, trying to remember what I can, so I don't look like I'm reading at it. <laughs> and right. that god dang page walks over there and grabs my goddamn big deals and throws them out over the grandstand. <laughs> now we're up what 10, 15 stories. Right, right. <laughs> and I look at that, and I'm telling you what, I could have crapped a green worm. I'm telling you what. I didn't know what I'm going to do. And I mean, I guess I turned white as a sheep, you know? And so it turns out that they had written up to Paige. And so I really had the real one. Okay. And so Julie, uh, so Julie pulls out the real one for me. And by that time, I'm, I'm basically okay. shaken. I can't. <laughs> I mean, it's a big deal. You're going to yeah, talk to millions, millions of people. Of people. You know, yeah, you got to look the part. I got it. Can't look like a dodo, you know. <laughs> and, and so they they burned me on that one. But believe me, I get back at them sooner or later, yeah. some yeah. way. Okay. Totally. And he also said that like when you guys would get on the cranes, like at Long Beach, oh. that you weren't very good with heights, and so he would just try and go higher and higher to, to tr just to mess with you. And then, and then that dumb sob would get the railing up there and start shaking it. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, I get so mad at him. I tell you what, I tell Paul, I'm going to bop you in the face. Sooner or later, we're going to get off this thing. Right. You know, right. And, and I'm telling him, he does, height doesn't scare him. Sure. Right. Yeah. So he's up there, he's shaking the hell out of that thing. I get to where I can't hardly talk. You know? <laughs> I'm out on a forklift over the track. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. At Long Beach. And that's where... He'd usually start doing it. Sure. I got to where I wouldn't go with him on the others. Yeah, right. Paige, you stay out of these things. <laughs> I'll do them myself. <laughs> yeah, right. 
Now we <laughs> we we want to talk racing stories, but since we're still talking about TV, um, you know, we both grew up in sort of the IndyCar era when it was Paul, you, and Sam. Um, one of my great joys watching TV when I was younger was listening to you and Posey argue because he would have these like flowery descriptions of everything going oh, on geez. and then you would just interrupt him halfway like what are you talking no. about let's go back to the race <laughs> um, was that real were you just annoyed or was this just part no, of the fun no it was real it's real could be. <laughs> it really was and you know I used to apologize to Sam okay for chewing on him too much okay because I really like him sure yeah. honest to goodness yeah. But the problem, Sam's got a couple of problems. One of them is, never takes a bath. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm telling you, I don't know. Sam knows this. I mean, changes his clothes once a year. <laughs> One day the we're look, up at the, the speedway, and, and I mean, we sat really close together. There's no room. And, and you got a lot of people in the friggin' booth, you know. So I'm up there, and I mean, he stinks so bad that I just can't stand it, you know? And I says, I want to be nice to him. Right, so right. I says, I got up, and we're not, we were up for practice or something, you know? And I says, Sam, I says, come outside a minute. I got something I got to tell you. He walked outside, and I, and I told him. I said, Sam, you got to change them clothes every now and then. <laughs> and I says, you got to take a bath. Sam the adult. And, and, right, yeah, and, right. and I says, do you ever use that foo-foo water under your, under your arms? <laughs> no. He says, I don't do that. Oh, I says, I can tell you don't. <laughs> but you've you got to start doing it. I says, I says, you really don't smell good. And I says, I'm the only one that's going to tell you. But everybody in that booth they know. knows this. They all know. They don't like it. Right. They have to just go like this. <laughs> I mean, and, and he's the most kind guy. Right. Sure. And when you when you tell him something like this, it's just like you kick the big dog in the ass, you know. Right. It just it hurts his feelings. <laughs> yeah. But I told him it's going to be good. So you know what he did? The next day he shows up, and we got to go to the same place for another practice deal or something. Right, right. He shows up with a brown paper bag, and he gives it to me in front of everybody. <laughs> he says, look at here, what I got. He's got foo-foo water, whole bag full of them. <laughs> <laughs> this is him. What okay. do you say? Right, yeah. right. In front I of mean, everyone. Yeah. Now, in our meeting, Bob Goodrich, boy, I'm telling you, he's like a, he's like a bad army sergeant. So, so he, gets on, he gets on that deal, and he tells us all, now, Sam, he says, you're going to talk about the drivers' wives, their home life, their kids, things like that. The guy screwing around, tell that, whatever you want. But stay out of Bobby stuff. Because, you know, I was nice to Sam. I told him, if you get into my stuff, Sam, I'm going to eat you. You know, you can't do that. <laughs> and, and so, and we're still good friends, yeah. you know. But right. but he just couldn't help it. Sure. I mean, he just can't help it. He would thought he was into TV before I was. Right. Well, if that was just a small amount of time, it'd have been more than me. You, you know. About the same, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. So, so I I knock him on the air. <laughs> yeah, for it, you know. Well, we enjoyed it. And yeah, then, it was fun to watch the highlights. Lots of entertainment. Yeah. Things would get over, and I tell him, say, you know, Sam, I'm sorry, but God damn it, yeah. you got to stay out of my deal. Right. The race cars are my deal. 
I know why they're pitting. I know when they're going to. I keep track of all the yeah. guys myself. And then I got the big board right up there. I do all that. Now, right. now Goodrich told you. Talk about the wives. <laughs> talk about the kids. <laughs> Stay out of my deal. That's all. I said, I ain't going to talk about the wives. I don't even know their names. Most of them are too ugly anyway. I'm telling you that, you know. You which, are a hero. Which was the Go truth, on. you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me cement my, my stance on that. <clears throat> and so that's the way things went for a long yeah. time, yeah. you know. When a car comes into the pits, that's the time that's for Uncle Bobby Bobby's to talk. Time. Right, you know? right. And when he kills the engine, that's the time for Uncle Bobby to talk a right. little bit, right. you know. And right. I mean, I can remember when Big Al won his last race. And... and uh, who was the guy? God damn it! The guy from uh, uh, Guerrero. 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 Yeah. You yeah. got the memory, man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so they rate Guerrero. Now he's a nice guy. Yeah. Really, about as nice as you can find. Sure. But he's apt to screw up. I mean, he just can't help it, you know. So now during the the race, we got the big scorecard up there on the wall. Okay. And I have my own stuff. I just write on to remind me because my memory's so bad. And so I go to work and, and I, I called, we're on commercial, okay? Tage is doing his deal or somebody is. And, and I called downstairs and I says, you know, I says, my brother is probably gonna win this race. And I says, you guys ain't even got him on the scorecard. Now, so help me God. Al wasn't even on that whole scorecard, clear down to the bottom. Right. See? And, and he's just about to take over first place. Yeah. But the guy, we got good guys that did that. Yeah. But they just didn't have it right. Right. See? Because I know Guerrero. Right. I know his habits. Yeah. I've been knowing him for a long time. Yeah. I like his wife. I like him. But I can't help it. Right. He's probably going to screw up. Okay. And I predicted this on the mic. And, and, and so, sure enough, he c comes in for one of the last pit stops, and what does he do? Kills his friggin' engine. Yeah. Just like I predicted, yeah. see? And Big Al comes in, boom, 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 leading the race, and he wins the race. Yeah. Guerrero's really sad, but it's a typical thing. So, I was at the Road Racer Drivers Club dinner, I think two or three years ago, when you were, you were the guest of honor. At Long Beach? Ah, yeah. And yeah. that was really neat to see. And uh, you told a story, and I can't remember exactly how it went, but did you fly into Canada with somebody on accident? You're on a yeah. small plane? Okay, well, one of the Goodyear guys. <laughs> okay, yeah. What happened there? Well, uh, you know, I've always had my own plane for yeah. a long time. Sure. Sometimes they're not worth throwing away. <laughs> okay. But, but now we have pretty nice ones, but not too good then. Yeah. So Charlie Prophet from Indianapolis, he's in uh, charge of... Uh, ah, most of the United States for the racing tires. Okay. Being at whatever racetrack and keeping all that going. He's the boss. Okay. So we get up in the air and John Cock. We were good friends in spite of what I might say about <laughs> him. Some of my best friends I say the worst things about. I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just try sitting in a car yeah, for weeks. So yeah. Gordy is opening up a Goodyear store. Okay. Somewhere in Michigan, mm -hmm. you know. I don't remember now where it was. So that's about the only time I got any sleep was in the airplane. Okay. So we're going north and, and Prophet's over there and, and he always sits like this, you know. 
And so I asked Charlie, I says, I'm gonna catch a little bit of sleep. I says, can you stay away? I says, okay, you see that little meter there? When it goes from to, it says from, you gotta wake me up if I'm still sleeping, okay? okay? Yep. I said, now, gotta wake me up then. Just look at that little, one little round thing. Yeah. And so, <laughs> when I woke up, I don't know where I am. I'm, I'm somewhere. But my radios, I'm, I, I can dial in everything in Michigan. Right. It doesn't work. So I just keep going north and north and north. And pretty soon I'm up into Canada and I get a radio connection. And I says, holy shit. I says, we're in Canada. I says, Charlie. I said, we weren't just in the border. We were way up. Right, know, right. Into the north woods, you know. And, and I, I mean, I'm telling you, I only had enough gas right. to get back to where Gordy and I needed to go. Or Gordy was going to open up their stores, yeah, eh? right. And that prophet, I mean, when I woke up, he's still sitting like this. Just, no, just completely <laughs> asleep. Yeah, zonked. I'm telling you, if that thing didn't make so much noise, he'd have been snoring. So, <laughs> so, so I, I chewed Charlie out a little bit, and I said, God dang it. I said, I can't even figure out where we are. Didn't have very good radios in that plane. It was a piece of junk, but yeah. that's all right. <laughs> so, so I finally figured out. I dialed some tip going north in Canada, and I finally found a, a radio contact. Mm -hmm. And I turned that friggin' thing around and headed south, same place we just came from. Right. right. Except I got to stop in Michigan, <laughs> almost out of gas. Right. You know. So that was my trip up there. And right. Would you ever fly by yourself and sleep? Oh yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Like just put it on autopilot, take a nap? Yeah. Okay. The autopilot, my planes in those days wasn't very good. They oh, were, and, they and were yet you cheap autopilots, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had to sleep sometimes, you sure, know? Sure, sure. I'm going to go run a sprint car race or midget race or champ car race. You because, know, it, I, I mean, you started flying really young, correct? Uh, well, not really young. I. How old was I when I started? 25? 25. I didn't have any money any younger That's than that, say, I promise yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, I mean, but you used to literally fly from, say, Albuquerque to you know, a dirt race out in Southern California. I flew all right. over the Northern Hemisphere, over the oceans. I mean, I went everywhere. And these weren't like Learjets and NASCAR money we're talking about. This was like some old, crusty Cessna you found yeah. and flew the first one I first one I bought, paid 3300 bucks for it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good. Sounds safe. And I flew <laughs> that sucker for a long time, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then finally, uh, my wife at the time, uh, we got divorced, but she was, she's a good girl. And she just said, you know, you, you need to get a better airplane. You're going to kill yourself because I fly at night. I fly totally at night a lot. Guys. God, okay. And I mean, if that friggin' engine blows, which it leaks oil, so you pour it in the top, it runs out the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> and when I got to go to the restroom, I used to just land on a dirt road. As you do. Get out and go to the potty, yeah. goes back oh, up, yeah. take off. Fire. Can you imagine being again. like the farmer there? Right. Like, I think Bobby Hunter just landed. Took a leak in her field. And yeah. then took off. Yeah. Did that a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> and when the weather get back, I'd go to California every weekend for a race. Eh? Sure, sure. Every weekend. Yeah. And and I'd be somewhere in Arizona, and the goddamn clouds would be really bad. Well, I ain't going to fly in that. I've learned. Don't do that, see? 
So I'd land the friggin' thing on the road, wait till the clouds went by and crank it up and go again. again. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I used to land at Prescott, Arizona so many times. The guy at the airport asked me one day, he says, Bobby, he says, why don't you just get a charge account with us? He says, here, I'm using gas credit cards in those days. Sure. Didn't yeah. have any money, you know. Right, right, right. So that's what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, it always worked, though. Always worked. Right? Uh, I think Bobby Answer just took a leak in our field. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that'll happen. Yeah. Well, it is, it's a Wednesday. Right. We were at Mario's house, and we really, really, really got into the whiskey that night. <laughs> Good. Usually with the best We must start. have been at Nazareth, see, sure. doing something. So at any rate, I never went to bed, see. Never went to sleep. The next morning, I got McCluskey and... Anyway, we had four people in my plane. That's all that helped. Okay. And I'm the boss. I got to fly it. And you've been up all night... We're having whiskey. some fun. Yeah. 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 Okay. Really drink a lot of whiskey. Okay. Yeah. boy. <laughs> <laughs> so the next morning, got to get to Indianapolis. I don't know why, but it really became important. Got to go now. So we go out, we get in my airplane, and, and I know how to start it. That works all right. Got it off the ground. We flew that son of a bitch at probably three, four hours. And I finally realized... I was hung over too bad to be flying. <laughs> <laughs> Mid-air. <laughs> then it dawned on me. Yeah. So I so I tell the guys in the back, whoever's in the front, I says, Oh, no. <laughs> I says, uh, we got to land someplace. I'm going to get a ho- hotel, motel, <laughs> something. Because honestly, I can tell I'm not doing it. See? Oh, you know what we did? Landed at the same freaking airport we took off from. (laughs) (laughs) Been flying all day, you know. Just going in circles, just. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, the only you got. I don't tell that to very many people. That's amazing. Sounds kind of bad, you know. Statute of limitations. You're fine. And we go back to the same airport. Right. And, you know, I'm looking at that and I'm thinking, boy, you've really made an ass out of yourself today. Right. You know? Right. And and I tried to cover it all up saying, oh, shit, I just got too tired and decided we had to stop and rest a while. Yeah. So we go to a cheapest thing we can find, get a little sleep, you know? Mm -hmm. So there was another story you told about going to the Italian Grand Prix, and I can't remember the whole thing, but it was with you and Mario. And you told it that night. Do you remember that story? Something I don't remember if it was plane related or just like. No, it would have just been just the race, race itself. Well, yeah. except we lived on airplanes. I yeah. mean, we'd go from Indianapolis to Italy. Yeah. Back to Indianapolis right. and back to Italy. Right. I mean, we're so can't believe how worn out we were. Yeah. I mean, we're we're zombies, you know. <laughs> and so I a little bit smarter would go first class, and so I I conned the girl and to let me stretch out clear across the aisleway so I could at least lay down, see? She okayed that, so I beat the wop on that one. And I was smarter than you I was trying to sleep in the seat. Yeah, know? not happening. Yeah. Right. Is that his name? Huh? Is that his name? Mario. Wop. Mario, he's yeah. called the wop. I've always called him the wop. He's God got, bless he's you. He's gotten used to it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the first time you ever met him? 
would it? No, it had to be at Indianapolis or, or at Phoenix. Right. Because he was running for Kent Bronner. Mm -hmm. And boy, was he quite quick, you yeah, know. Yeah. Really fast. We became, I know what happened in 81, okay? Yeah. That's bad. Yeah. We just made peace. Think from 81 till now. When, how recent? It's in May. Oh, of this year. year. Of this year. So Holy in between crap. the time. Between the 81. would never talk to him. No way. Wow. I, you know, I was, I, I was so mad at him, you wouldn't believe it. So he tried to steal my race from me. Wow. And, and here we were, <coughs> yeah, and here we were the best of friends before that. Yeah, I mean, we were, we were so close, we were like family. I mean, his whole family. And I mean, it didn't make any difference. In the wintertime, they'd come out and go snowmobiling with us. And I mean, we were, I was talking to Mario, it was no different than, than me talking to my brother. Always that way. We never had a, he spun me out a few things. I, I mean, I was running third at Trenton one day, and he bought me in the rear end and spun me out. cost me the first third place I'd ever had, <laughs> okay, which was good. Right. And I, <laughs> right. And I didn't get too mad at him. I sure. Tell him, you know, man, you Hard didn't need to hit me, you know. Yeah, yeah right, I mean, right, right. He was a good friend. Yeah. I mean, honest to God. From 1981 until till May of this year. May I mean, we, we, we sat with him last year, and yeah. he didn't say a word about it. He didn't say a word it. about it. Yeah. yeah, we sat with him in, near his October. hometown. It was this time of year, yeah, a year was, ago. He was awesome. Yeah. He, he wasn't. I mean, but now, wow. I'm at the, at the museum, mm -hmm. May this yeah. year. Okay, and, and, and we're up. I'm talking to the people that are there. I'm up on a high chair. And, and I looked over there by the door, and there's the wall. And I thought, man, you know, I, I've already kind of made up my mind that I've got to get over this mad. It's been going on too long. And I really liked it. Oh, another thing he did that kind of got to me and, and broke my barriers a little bit. I was laying in the hospital up here. One day I had something wrong with me. And I'm in the hospital for a while. And the son of a bitch called me on the telephone and talked. I just kept saying, who is this? They come in years. And so I talked to him. Yeah, right, right. I kept saying, who is this? He says, God damn it, it's Mario. You can't recognize my voice. And I liked, I, I mean, I started crying. Yeah, I couldn't help it, you know, I mean. Here's a guy that used to be one of my very best friends. And we used to do so many things together. I mean, so many things. I wouldn't have been doing Formula One if it wasn't for him. Right, right, you know? right, yeah. I mean, he had a good car and I had a bad one, but you know, it didn't make any difference. I mean, I, 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 I can tell my car's no good. We just got along in everything, every yeah, way. Right. He never lied to me. Uh, you know, would make sure he doesn't ask me something I'm trying to hide, you know? Yeah. And I mean, we just got along really good. That's kind of a thing amongst pro drivers that are friends. Like, if you know someone's got something going good for them, you don't bring it up. Yeah, you just kind you of know, leave you, it you, you like, that's well, their so car, and I got my car. Before we go there, I know where you're going. Yeah, yeah. So that means when you were telling that story about flying to Italy two years ago or whatever, he was in the room at the RDC dinner that was celebrating you, if I recall correctly. Yeah, you're so talking about in May. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, no, this would have been like two years ago at Long Beach oh, really? for oh, the RDC Was dinner. he there? I believe so. He's been in all the ones I've been at. I wonder what I said bad about him that night. Yeah. I must have said something. Well, everybody laughed. So, yeah. 
But that means when you were telling that story, he was in the room and you weren't telling it still in a place of like, you know, anger and probably yes. confusion and everything, but you were still willing to I play was the trying, role. I trying to get over it. Yeah. That's so incredible had, to me. Like, cause I guarantee everybody in that room had no idea. Like, oh, how many people yeah. know that you didn't speak to him for that long, do you think? Not very can't many. can't be many people, right? Yeah. Wow. That's Thanks crazy. for sharing that. So yeah. You, well, you're, you're yeah. Steve Chunk so uh, knew it. Sure. And yeah. Paul Page knew it. Sure. Guys I'm really close to. You yeah. Know? yeah. Right. They knew it. You know? Wow. So a lot of our fans and listeners are younger. Um, so a lot of them might, may not know all the history. So, uh, so for those who don't know, 1981, basically, it's you and Mario in the race. You guys are fighting all day. Now, from what I've read, it sounds like you felt like you had the car. You were unbeatable. I had him beat. Absolutely. Terribly bad. <laughs> and, and then it, and I, it, could, I could have, oh, shit, you guys don't realize I could have lapped him. I was that much faster. I had the friggin' car, and for sure I knew how to drive it. Right. You know? So a yellow comes out. And and I don't know the rules from 1981, but uh, but you just passed the fields when you came out of the pits well, under I a yellow. I pass them all, but right. I passed almost all. <laughs> um, and so yeah, from what I read, you passed like six or seven cars. Mario passed like two, or something like that well, under he a yellow. Got more than that, yeah. but okay, I got sure. more than six and seven. Yeah, okay, yeah, you right, got a bunch. Yeah. yeah. And you you cross the finish line first. You're the winner of the 1981 Indy 500. Thing about that is, is see, Mario, he's also very smart. Right. He's not a dumb Oh, we, we got that sense. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. So if you start knowing that, right. he thinks quick. Right. McGee is Jim his... Jim McGee. Yeah. yeah. And so he thinks quick, too. Yeah, which, is, which was his guy running the program. guys are all good friends, yeah. you know, of mine. Yeah. So what I knew was when I, when I left the pits and took off... Yeah. During this final yellow of the race. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I didn't need to do what I did. But I also knew the legal, the real rules. I'm so good at that, nobody thinks as fast as I did. No race driver that I've ever known in my life thinks as quick as I do about things like that. And so I see these guys now, I'm thinking for sure, I'm thinking while I'm doing this, you don't pass, I was gonna pass a lot of cars, but you don't pass the pace car or the car immediately behind him, the race car. Other than that, it's free reign until you get to turn two, okay? And you're underneath and, the blend line, basically. Well, yeah. what okay. they did over there that yeah. they didn't want to bring up in all of our fights is they painted a white line across the track from like the low lane to the uh, inside, you know? And it's a white line. Now, you're free until you get there. And then when you get there, you got to be honest and get back in line. Right, right, right. But I can pass all the cars okay. except for the pace car and the, car and the race him. car immediately yeah. behind him. Okay. okay? And there's, there's another thing to it. I think all this over because I'm the best guy with the rules. I could probably ever run Indy. I really know the rules. So you merge back in. You're you're behind the leader. Yeah, I didn't pass. Behind, but you I didn't pass them, all of them. But except those, except the yeah. pace car and the car immediately behind. Yeah. And I and I never got outside the yellow line or right. the white so line. So you stayed in that legal that boundary. That had to happen. Yeah. That I knew. I'm half of my car could go over it or under it, whichever way. I can run on top of it, but if I get four wheels under it, 
Then it's another story. My rear end is grass, and they're going to get it. Right. You know? And so Mario doesn't advance as far as you do, basically. Yeah. You cross the finish line first. You, all the things that come with winning, you get to do. You get the wreath, the milk, the whole thing. And then the next day, they tell you, nope, Mario won it because you broke the rules. And it lingers on and on and on for months until finally in a court, it, it gets awarded back to you. But that wasn't a real court. Sure. See, that was a kangaroo deal. Right? Okay. Right. See, for me, I'll, I'll start Second kangaroo with court of the season. Right. Series. And, you're, yeah. and, and you were driving for Rich, uh, Roger, Roger Penske, Penske at the time. Yeah. And Mario is with Pat Patrick. Right. So two, like, well, big, big teams. Pat big Patrick old. is one of my best friends. Right. Right. He still is today. Yeah. You know, when that thing came down from our kangaroo court, I'll just interrupt on that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, 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 for sure. I was up elk hunting <laughs> and up above my ranch. You know who I was with? That's right. Wow. And wow. it came, my wife, at the time, we had two-way radios at the ranch. Yeah. Work all over the mountains. I get a call from Marcia, and, and she says, just came through. You're the winner. Yeah. Well, Pat cried. Pat put his arms around me and had tears in his eyes. Wow. Because he wanted me to win. Yeah. He never signed a deal. He never, never objected. He never joined in into McGee. He's one of my good friends. Right. But they thought that if they did it right, him and Mario, right. they were going to steal the race and, from him. And Jimmy McGee ran Pat Patrick's program, effectively like a Mike Hall yeah. kind for, yeah. 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 And, and I'm just telling you, Pat's up hunting. Right. And I mean, he's got tears running down his face. Ha happiness. Like, he's happy for you. Happy right. for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he just put over, his arms right. around me so yeah. fast he wouldn't believe it. Right. You know, yeah. and I mean, he would never... He, he would never join sure. with Mario. Mario doesn't like him today. Yeah. He really doesn't like him. So, so you have 30 years of, up until this point, you have 30 years of history with Mario. You guys are best friends. You've looked out for each other. And did you resent that he, you felt he turned on you or that he was willing to sacrifice your friendship for politics? He turned on me. Yeah. He wouldn't do this to a friend. He, he knows I'm going to win it. Only an act of God would take it away. And just so you know, I wanted to lose it in our kangaroo court. My choice was I wanted to lose it there. I had, for example, one of the things, I had a federal judge whom I never met. Still to this day, I've never met him. But he was in Texas someplace. He'd call me about once a week, ask me what's going on, and he'd give me advice. Not that that was going to change anything or help anything. He, he just knew. He saw it. So my total desire was to lose it at the kangaroo court. But then go real court? Yeah. yeah. I knew <laughs> Now we're, we're that. talking about yeah. real money. I was going to say, now you can we're really get into it. talking about millions Yeah, now. right, right. Now okay? we're cranking. Yeah. yeah. Good thinking. No more screwing Good around. Thinking. No more look yeah. at these goddamn that one guy yeah. on our kangaroo court who was an absolute drunk. Sure. I've known him since I went to Indianapolis. Right, right. And I forget his name, but he used to be a newspaper So you reporter. were thinking big picture then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so everything is cool, except we won it. Well, yeah. I'm still going to sue him. Yeah, right, see? right. Because yeah. once I get to a federal court... Watch. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm going to be a grinder. Well, and I'm and this thing is so muddy now that all the endorsements you could get and all that are probably screwed up and all the muddiness from time, all right? that, correct? Yeah, it's yeah. taking a long time. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, I told Pat later on, Patrick could 
that's what I was going to do. Yeah. I wasn't going to sue him, that's for damn sure. sure. And then so I'm, we're up at a, at a race somewhere east. And, and Roger's there. I'm running. And, and uh, Roger says, we need to talk a little bit. Well, I didn't have a big motor home there. He didn't have a big motor home there. But there was a little, little dinky one there. Obviously belonged to a friend of mine. I told the guy, we need to use your deal for a little bit for a meeting. The guy said, okay. So we went clear to the back and sat on that dinky ass bed back there. And Roger says, uh, you're gonna keep suing him, aren't you? So I said, yep. I said, I'm going after him. Big time now. I'm gonna get me a really good attorney. Gonna pay him well and gonna eat them alive. And, and I says, I'm gonna win. And that federal judge had kinda- Let you know. Yeah, you had an ace in the back pocket. Well, right, I mean, up your sleeve, so to speak. I'm not an attorney, you know. Yeah. And and so Pinsky looks at me and he says, Bobby, he says, we got to let this go. I says, Roger, I can't. Man, I said, I'm going to murder these people. You can't believe what I'm going to do. I said, they're going to be sorry. I'm, USAC is going to be out of business before I finish. You watch. They won't be in that house close to 16th Street. They won't be there anymore. Watch. And he says, no, 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 no. He says, look, I'll make you a deal. He says, I'm going to pay for everything. I've already paid for all your uh, hotels, traveling, whether I went commercial or my plane or whatever. I mean, I always use my airplane with him. He never asked to see how much it cost. I only charged him good. for what the gas cost, yeah, you right, know, right. that type of deal. And, and so I told him, I says, no, Raj, I says, man, this is an opportunity of a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get Jackie Stewart. I says, that's the number one. Because by now we had recreated everything that they did. And we know who did what and approximately when, okay? Because he was the one that enabled ABC to allow this thing to happen, supposedly. Oh, look what we just saw. Jackie Stewart, oh, he can't do that. That's got to be against the rules. Uh, okay, I see Jackie, yeah, you yeah. can't call the friggin' rules. Yeah, right. You don't know what they are. You just slay public We're opinion. We're going to see if I'm yeah. right because I am right. Yeah. Right? For what I did, it was totally legal. Yeah. I don't care what court you ever went to. That's the only reason I wanted the kangaroo court. Yeah. They had no other. They had no other way that they could decide. It, yeah, right, right, right. Which was disappointing to me. You know, so so where did the change of heart come in then? When all of a sudden you decided, oh, maybe I should talk to Mario and, and kind of bridge things up. Ah, uh, I basically won everything. I got the money. Yeah. yeah. I won the race. Right. I got everything, and and this year, well, you know, when I was in the hospital, and the son of a gun called me. I mean, here it is, one of the best friends I used to have. And even though we're competitors, how can I stay mad at him? You know, I mean, I got guy. I just look to myself and I say, you got to get over it. I mean, and so this year in May, we're in the museum. Lisa and I are there and we got a pretty good crowd of people. Everything's going fine. I look up there and the WAP is standing there. Now, ah, damn it. And then, <laughs> 
And what do I do? Right, you know, right. I Damn mean, this guy. I really yeah. like the guy. Yeah, you know? he's the best. And so he, he, I mean, he's the one that broke the thing. Yeah. And and made it all happen. He's the one that called. Is what you're saying? He yeah. called me first. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. And then I'm still a little worried about that. But then that night in the museum, nobody said anything. He just walked up and was on the mic with me. And, and we were making jokes together. And, and I tell you what, I just felt like I can't keep this up. You know, it's, it's you know, I'm, I'm too old. I mean, he still liked the guy. Every time I see him, I think of the days when we ran together. Right. You know, whatever we did. You, you guys know? built the history of the sport. When you look at the names that race at the Speedway, it was the Unsers and the Andretti's. Oh, you know what I mean? Sure. Like, that's a yeah. big, massive part of it. I don't think any of us realize that there was this kind of, you know, turmoil between the two of you. Well, you know, it's all true, and I got to thinking about these things. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm in this crash house here, and and, and I am pretty sick. Yeah. And and the WAP calls. Yeah. Now, God damn it, you know, I'm yeah. sure I'm there. Yeah. But, geez, I start softening up a little bit, you know? And then I go back to Indianapolis, and he comes down to, to the answer thing in the museum not with his wife not with a whole bunch of guys by himself didn't make an entrance didn't make a point to say hey i'm coming yeah like wasn't for press or anything like that so boy if you think that didn't get to me i'm sure yeah yeah and then he comes up (laughs) and talks to me like nothing ever happened right and i thought well i gotta quit being a butthole you know i just i really 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 started feeling bad about it have you ever seen the movie grumpy old men I think I did, but I don't remember. <laughs> but I probably like did. Yeah, like I, I, yeah. I didn't see it all. I saw if, part if of it. If somehow we get you and Mario to sit down to watch that movie together, and we just film the two of you watching the movie, that would be the greatest thing ever to happen. I tell you what, I this is this is like the funniest. Pretty much it. Yeah, yeah like it, they were. They basically you know, played if he wanted a hundred thousand bucks today, I'd give it to him. Right? <laughs> I mean, if he wants it, wants to borrow it, I'd right. give it to him. Can we borrow a hundred thousand dollars? Well, but I'm just saying, yeah, no, I there's know, no I amount. Sure. He's he's right. got more money than I do. But, but by the same token, it was a deal that I just had to say goodbye to it. I I will always feel bad for like what I've described to you now, meaning I carried it on too long. Yeah. I mean, oh, just didn't make any difference. You know, I've always called him the WAP. I never knew what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> we <gone>. did. <laughs> we're, we're down in Italy. And Soren built this big church. Yeah. He's giving us tours all over the place, you know. He almost let me go to jail a couple of times, too. <laughs> and like and so we're in this big yeah. church. And, and I holler. I, I see something I'd like to show him. I said, hey, Wop, come over here for me. <laughs> In Italy. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. good, good. Tomorrow and Yeah. yeah. he comes over and he says, Bobby, he says, you got to quit calling me that while we're here in Italy. He says, people don't like it. I said, well, what's wrong with it? He just shakes his head and walks away. <laughs> He's like, oh, boy. I don't know what Oh, boy. Did he have a nickname for you? No. 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 He was just a, just a gentleman. He was yeah. a lot nicer, <laughs> a lot nicer than, than you were. <laughs> so, 81, after the season's over, you're done. You're just disillusioned. And I didn't get along with the new guy that was running Roger's team. Okay. Yeah, it was uh, Dick.
Derek Walker. Oh, oh. Derek oh, Walker. We, we, we interviewed also did him too. Yeah. yeah. Did you? Yeah. He yeah. did not remember us six weeks later when we saw him again. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, the guys in England talking about Roger Steen now, okay? But he's got the bills of cars in England. He sends them over here. And the problem is I change them. Okay. That happens all the time. Sure. So they're tired of me in England. <laughs> okay. They don't like Bobby right. Unser. Okay. They like him to disappear. Problem is, I make the cars go fast. Well, th so <laughs> that, that was it. So when I was watching some, uh, I watched the video that you did with Robin Miller where you were looking at your old Indy 500 uh, cars that won. And... Um, they were looking at your 81 car, and you were talking about how you helped redesign the tunnels underneath the car. It all of But that's my point. Is that was the first thing I was thinking. I was like, all respect to guys like Joseph. Um, I can't imagine like a Joseph Newgarden showing up today and be like, I'm going to redo the, the design on this car. Like, they were okay with this? And, and no one at Penske had a problem with the driver touching the car? Nick Gouzet. Okay. He was the boss in England. Okay. okay. And at the time, Penske cars were built in England. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. And in now, we're good friends now, but in those days, he saw all of Bobby Unser the first time he ever wanted to see. Right. Well, because he, he, he sent over what he assumed was perfect, and now, now this cowboy American is screwing it all up, I assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. And, and the thing about it is, my stuff always worked, <laughs> and, and they just couldn't live with it. Right. And it's, Especially the guys in England. Right. Now, the guys over here well, got used to it. Your wind tunnel was an air bench, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that no, makes I got me it. so happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, whole, my whole warehouse right. was going to be a full-size wind tunnel. Oh, here in Albuquerque. Yeah. How right, cool is that? Right next okay. to my house. Okay. And, of course, Roger, totally okay. Do what you want, Bobby. He always let me do what I wanted. Pinsky never said no that I can ever remember. I never asked him for a raise. I never asked him for more money. Like little Al and Big Al and Mario and some of those guys were getting. I was getting more than enough. Right. And your research materials are literally an air bench and like a book from the library from Colin Chapman. Yeah. That was, that was your research deal. materials. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Colin awesome. Chapman is one smart man. No yeah. doubt. And yes, I can read. <laughs> 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 and so he he kicks my brain a little bit. When you're reading a Colin Chapman. Yeah. Okay. And and he makes me think a little bit past what everybody's doing. I always start there anyway. It's the way my head works. And so he, he gets talking about wind tunnels and I said, geez. We've got to figure out what that is. So I went to work on it in my own garage. Al lives right across the street. I had a big window right in front of where I'm doing all this secretive work. He could have walked over there and just looked in the window and see what I'm doing. <laughs> and then nobody had any brains. They had no, no sense to do it. See? <laughs> I'd, I'm, I'm, I'm going into a place where even Colin Chapman hadn't been, see? I mean, I'm, I'm fishing with good stuff, man. Right. I'm way right. out from the rest of the world. Yeah. And Pinsky, he don't care. I mean, I can change those things, the, the, like the underneath of the race cars, many times I want. I can have them look any color I want, whatever. It's okay, because my cars go fast. Everybody wants to buy them. Right. That's so strange. So back it up, yeah. At the end of the year, Roger always wanted to sell his cars. I used to tell him to save them. 
start a museum. I mean, I could, I mean, he's got a lot of he money. He doesn't need the money. Sure. No. Right. So, yeah. so why sell him? Yeah. yeah. I Plus, mean, you don't want to give away your secrets. Well, I, I'd ruined that before they got a chance to see it. Okay. I could screw everything up really quick. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true race car driver. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that's what I did, you yeah. know? I mean, it's fun doing that stuff. Right. You know, I mean, I, we're down to Phoenix testing. Now, I, I remember I told you, I told Penske I'm only going to run five races, yep. okay? And, but I don't get along with Derek Walker. Sure. I mean... I don't know why, but that's like oil and water. Just didn't work. Man. Yeah. And all I wanted to do was have a fight with him. Mm -hmm. I was in good shape then. Man, I just, wanted, just, wanted, to, like, I just yeah. wanted to hit him hard, right. you know? Right. I mean, I almost went over the desk and got him one morning <laughs> at the race shop. And I told Roger then, I, I got him on the phone. And right in front of Derek, I said, Roger, I can't get along with this SOB. I said, I'm just about going over the desk to bop him right now. And, and he says, where's the helicopter? I says, he's out front. He's ready to go. He says, just get what you want done. Get on that helicopter. He says, I'll take care of everything. Wow. I'll call you when you get to Albuquerque. Well, he tried to take care of it, see? And, you know, you guys got to remember one thing. I got along with everybody in the team, everybody in the race shop in Pennsylvania. They loved me. Those guys are all my guys, except for that friggin' Derek Walker. Right. And I'm telling you, all I got to do is look at him for five minutes, and I'm going to hit that sucker. You're you know right. What I mean, did, did I he? I just, I just, he was, he was so bad. I know he's against me. Sure. I mean, that's been obvious. He, he'd do anything to get me fired. He <laughs> can't do that. You right. know. And and Roger never told me to stop or don't do uh -huh. something, well, see? So that was one of the things. So Roger let you do that, but then um, it sounded like in the 70s, Gurney, you had to sneak a lot of stuff past. So it sounded like you went from one extreme to the other. What were the guys like when you were trying to modify? Like I heard all about a bunch of changes you were making to the rear on the 72 or the 73. Totally saved the race car. Yeah. 100%. Right. But the guys 100%. didn't want to tell Dan. No, nobody. Not even... <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. He had forbid me to this be in the design shop. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Do I smell one, sir? Yeah. And then I'd really go in there on purpose, you know. <laughs> and he wouldn't want to come and tell me personally get out of the friggin' design shop. Okay. But he didn't want me in a. So there's like a code with all the guys, and like, hey. Bobby, if Bobby what wants do we do? it, if Bobby <laughs> wants it, they will do it. Right. Sometimes you got to come back in at midnight. Be able to sneak this work. Well, in. with Ram, maybe Dan, maybe he could do some of it during the day. Okay. Because him and his guys did so many pieces. Okay. See? Okay. So I want something <laughs> different. Right. You know, and 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 sometimes I don't know what I want. Right. And and I mean when, like like. Pinsky does his PC-10. Okay. He doesn't know if the cars are good or bad. I'm the only one that ever tells him. So I'm in <laughs> Albuquerque here. Is this because everybody else is just, it's Roger, so they're just saying, yeah, it's great, it's, it's great, Roger, it's great, Roger. And they know, know like, everybody's sucking up, and you, you tell them it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. Would he respect that nowadays? Hmm? Is, he, is Roger Penske still like that today? You're straight with him? Or is he sensitive to it? I don't think he... I think he's the total boss now. Yeah. There's no Bobby 
hunter anymore right in his teeth yeah rick mears lord only knows a fast race driver yeah but he knows nothing about mechanics yeah. nothing you know so i did everything in those days and rick was the benefactor and i used to be a little bit upset about it i can tell you that because my own trying to outrun me you know I try to I had a deal with Dan Gurney and I had the same deal with Roger Penske everything that I do while I'm testing for you will be totally straight I won't lie to you I'll be honest I'll tell you something works didn't work it didn't work whatever I'll be totally honest but when we go to the racetrack I don't give a damn who you're running. I don't want to see them. I don't want to talk to them. I don't want to be around them. I do my own deal, and you got to leave me alone at the racetrack. And they are, both of them agreed to it. Okay? Two best teams you can imagine. They both agreed to it. So now, you know, we got, then we start defending, inventing the, the uh, ground effects cars. Okay? Right away, I'm pretty, I'm not. I'm up and going, you know. Rick don't know what to do. He still wants to run the PC-9 or whatever the hell is, 7. And shit, I'm way past that. So I'm blowing him off at the racetrack. If I don't blow an engine or something, I'm going to win the race. Don't make any difference, you know. And, and so Roger, being the honest guy that he really is, he got a little bit jealous that I'd be so much faster like mirrors and so he'd he'd start talking to the same guys that are doing my stuff and start talking to him on the telephone or something say hey you got to do this to mirrors get him in one of them new cars that bobby's got that type of thing he didn't want him in the beginning see nobody wanted him i took him and made him go fast so now everybody wants him that means mirrors and the, his mechanic see so where did, where did all this come from? Uh, like you grew up, um, it, you were born in the 30s, you grew up just as sort of Route 66 was developing here in Albuquerque. Um, you were racing as early as 15. I mean, where did the mechanical acumen start? Was it, was it something your dad implored in you, coming up with no money? I mean, what, what would you say was sort of the, the impetus behind all this? Thinking. You know, <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'll tell you where it comes from. Your subconscious mind. Yeah is the strongest thing that you have. The strongest thing that you have. So, what does that mean? That means when you go to bed at night, you'll go to sleep. When, before you go to sleep, you think about your race car. You think about what you've done. You think about what's going to happen. For example, I'll tell you guys this, and I could swear on a Bible that it happened many times at Penske. I'd, I'd wake up sometimes one o'clock, three o'clock in the morning. And in my head, my subconscious mind's been going all night, okay? I wake up at three o'clock in the morning. I, I, it got so bad, I had to start putting a notepad on, yeah, next to the bed. So, okay, I'd do that, I'm awake. I'd call Pinsky, and he, and he loved it. Oh, I bet yeah. he answered it, yeah. I'm telling you what, he just loved it. What did so, Roger's wife think? Oh, oh she's, 
Like so she's getting she's getting woken up every night by these Bobby Unser calls. At like, two in the here morning. we go again. This is like before <laughs> yeah. cell phones and you knew who it was. It's like is that Bobby again? Well, I was gonna say, would he answer the phone? Yes, oh, yeah. Bobby. Always. What is it? Like Always. he knew it was you. Always. Yeah. <laughs> but, but Kathy. <laughs> right. I almost stepped on my what you call it. <laughs> you can say it. It's okay. Because <laughs> I I took a took a kind of a liking to Kathy. She's a real pretty girl. Mm. Mm. Here we go. Okay. Strap in. Yeah. And so somebody married her real quick, and that his name was Roger Pinsky. Smart guy. <laughs> yeah. Right. So we became real good friends after that. <laughs> I certainly never tried to screw around well, with Well, you like breathing wife. and things like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, th- I feel like that guy but can make things disappear. She was a nice, nice girl. Yeah. And she was, you know, one time she was single, and he wasn't getting on with the program very quick. I thought she was kind of cute, you know, but I would never, ever, ever have, have stepped over that way, you know. But you thought about it. Well, naturally. I'm a human being. She's a pretty, yeah. good, pretty girl, you know. <laughs> do you have a weakness, my friend? Yeah, I you did do. have. You, you do. Sure did, yeah. 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 That turkey story Before was real. Before Lisa came around, you can't imagine what a male whore well, I you're, was. You've <laughs> so you've outkicked her coverage now. Yeah. You're doing way uh, better than I'd expect for you. Well, she knows I don't do it now. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so in that, in that same era, uh, who was the best with the ladies? I probably was. I called that, it. Somehow I knew it. that was going to be I the case. <laughs> All right. What was, your, what was your tactic? We know about the turkey. But was it just that I, your body? I had a wife I didn't love, didn't okay. want. Okay. And, and I just was, I mean, I roamed the world, you know. Right. I mean, I just, I liked girls. Right. Don't care what the world says or what they know. They all like me. All of them that I can think of would have loved to have married me. But I'm telling you, I was just a screw around, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't care where I went. Who was the who was the worst but tried and failed constantly with the ladies? Tattersall was so bad you couldn't believe it. Okay. He got a girl pregnant one time, tried to blame it on me. <laughs> <laughs> and he was my good friend, you know? <laughs> okay. Then <laughs> the baby line. happened. Okay. Oh my God. Wow. And then, uh, oh, I tell you what, I, I got real worried over that, but it came and went. You know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like you had reason to be worried. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. right. Uh, did did uh, was it John Cock who had like a, was it a table or a wall? Was that John Cock? Where he kept like names of everybody that he uh, the there Howard was like a Johnson, list at the Howard Johnson that he kept. Somebody used to write names on on the under underneath the table. There's a oh, that was John Cock. Yeah, it was yeah. John Cock. Right. Okay. Yeah. He sounds like he did okay. Yeah. Oh, Gordy was. I mean, back then. Gordy has no personality, <laughs> but he chased a girl till he got her. You know? <laughs> Persistence. So, yeah. I mean, how hard was it for you guys back then, especially in Indy in the month of May? Everybody then was somebody if you were in the show. So you could probably just walk up and say, hey, I'm Bobby Unser. That's it. We were a lot worse than that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to tell you about a funny one. Okay. I'd like that. That really happened. Don Shepard, who I'm running the sprint car for, right? Been running for him for a long time. 
So I see this real pretty girl out on the fence. And I told Shep, I know that I'm going to go down and see Al because he just crashed that motorcycle and got his leg all tore up, see? And so I see this real pretty girl out there on the fence and I told Shep, I says, go out and ask that girl if she'd like to meet me. <laughs> tell her I'd like to meet her and she'd go out to where the cars are parked. Sure. Today is where the motorhomes are. Right, okay, yep. See? So Shep, it doesn't bother him, you know, he just goes over there and he says, she's hanging over there, look at me anyway, so I can tell she's like to meet me, you know, and so, Modest. so I go out there, Lisa knows all this stuff I did, all this oh, stuff. Oh, she doesn't seem phased yeah, at all. Yeah, she, no, yeah, she's like, get it all out. like, let's just get, get this out. over with, yeah. I understand. Yeah. So at any rate, a chef goes over there and she says, yeah, she'd like to meet me, so I got to get away so because of the autographs from the crowd, see. So I go out the back corner gate, and I meet her out in the lot, and I says, what's your name? She tells me, and I says, you know, I says, I says, we're going to, you might not want to hear all of this. <laughs> oh, she's doing it. Right, she's she's right, she's so I tell her, I says, you know, my brother's broke his leg. He's all screwed up, you know, his ankle. He's down at the hospital. And I says, we're going to go visit him. It'll be nice if you'd come along, make him feel better, you know? So she said, yeah, she'd do it. So we go out to the car, get in the mouth. I had a 50 DeSoto. I bought it for, or no, it wasn't 50, whatever it was, the DeSoto. And, and I paid 50 bucks for it. And Goodyear gave me the battery and the tires and all that stuff, made a nice car out of it. And, and so that's what I'm driving. So we go down there. People can't believe when they see Bobby Unser in that old DeSoto, and it never lost a fight. It won every fight, never got in, you know? So we're going down there, and I told the girl, I says, I says, uh, you know, we need to do something really nice for Al. And, and she says, yeah, okay, what, what do you want to do? I says, well, I says, when we go in the room, the room, I says, you need to go in rather in a hurry. You need to just peel them covers back. And you need to go down on him. <laughs> and I says, I promise you, he'll like it. <laughs> this actually happened. You know? I believe every word of this. <laughs> and so this girl agrees to it, you know. Oh, my God. So. Oh and I can't even remember her name. I, I'm about to laugh so hard I can't stand it. Right. We're going down this long hospital aisle, you know. So she uh, went in the hospital with you after that. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. right. So she's all on board. Yeah. Huh? And she's on board with oh, all of Oh, absolutely. It was a different right. time. Yeah. It didn't be good. Who's your girl? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so. Moving to Indiana. So I tell you, you got to hurry. When we open that door, just go in. Don't give him any joy. Just pull them covers back and boom. So she's okay. So I went down there and I opened that goddamn door. Shep's with me too, see? My mother is sitting there. <laughs> Al's wife is sitting there. Oh my God. <laughs> the greatest story of all time. <laughs> this Sean girl doesn't yeah. know what to do. I definitely don't know what to do. Shep says, I'm, 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 uh, I'll be in the Hi, Mom. Yeah. Yeah. He called my mother, Mom, you know. Yeah. He says, uh, 
this is uh, this is my cousin. Doesn't <laughs> right. even know the name. Right, right, right. <laughs> my cousin, he doesn't know her name. And Al's laying in the bed over there, and his eyes started almost rolling back in his head. He knew, he knew. what we were doing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my mother never asked me a question about that. Oh, man. She never said anything about she it. She knows who she raised. Yeah. I bet she knows who she raised. <laughs> Oh, my God. That well, shepherd I worked on that so hard, and it was going to work. <laughs> this is our last episode. I was going to say, gonna we're, we're done. Yeah, we're done it. now. This is the last episode of our podcast. Uh, oh, my God. Wow. Well, how do you I, talk I got that nothing. story? I got no yeah, more questions. Right. Um, Jesus. <laughs> different time. Um, I started to tell you about that PC-10 down at Phoenix. <laughs> Wait, time out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> change I like how you swing back yeah, to yeah. that to race cars. I'm finished. Stay tuned for part two of Bobby Unser, but first here is Anna Volpe. You can find her on SoundCloud. This is you and you. Yeah.